For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Love Bachelor, the Bachelor podcast you never asked for. I am one of your hosts, Gina Schwartz, and returning host, she's sensational, she's cynical, she's beautiful, it's... Liz Bass. That's the best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> you are welcome. So unfortunately, Amy Duro can't be with us today because um, she's got a boyfriend and I've decided to... <laughs> that we can't have that happen on this podcast. No, Amy's been feeling very ill as of late and we need to put our health first of course and with COVID and everything going around take care of yourselves that's what I'm saying am I right you are so right thank you thank you very much um so Liz returning guest how do you feel today what's going on look I'm 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 a bit tired but that's every day <laughs> yeah. really mm. um and everything else is you know is just normal I'm just tired I want to eat all the food and sleep and watch Bachelor so Pretty well, normal. we can do at least one of those. <laughs> Sleep more. I don't know about that. Um, of course, if you haven't watched the first week of The Bachelor, what are you doing? Um, get onto that right now. But if you don't want spoilers, don't listen to this. Now, Liz, we start off with highlights. We do. Look, I want to talk about some of the girls' entrances <gasps> as highlights. Yes, do it. Because some of them made me so freaking happy. I love a good, like, dancing headdress, the big oh, showgirl feathers, Yeah, you know. And watching Nicole's entrance where she sashayed in and jumped straight into Batchy's arms yeah. made me so freaking happy. Plus, her legs go forever. Awesome. Yeah. And look. All short girls need a headdress just to make themselves feel tall and fabulous. I but think. she was pretty tall. Yeah, I know, but it made her even taller. taller. He's a giant. Though. Yeah. Like he's he's legit a giant. And just seeing how much energy she had, Yeah, I was super into it. What was her name? Nicole. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that very much. I also liked the... Um, the entrance of the, I don't know her name, but she was Lebanese and she had the, the drum drums. solo. Yes, yeah. how cool she, was that? She went home first night. Oh my god, did she? Yeah, oh. I was oh really no. surprised actually because I thought oh. that was such a big entrance. And yeah, she was one. Did of, so not we pay shall off. never learn her yeah, name. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's sad. But also, tiny little low light when the drums were going and Laura in the bloody limo was like the drums. Oh my god, it's so extra. I was like, come on, babe. You know what? I've got a whole bunch of lowlights featuring Laura. So. I don't know what you're talking about, Liz. She's actually really cool. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, so cool. So down to earth yeah. as well. Like total mm. girl next door. Yeah, 100%. If next door was a mansion with a Porsche Cayenne Turbo in the driveway. Isn't that your next door? <laughs> Where are you living, yeah, Liz? Look. Um, one of my highlights in general... Bella. <laughs> I mean, she's the fucking highlight of everyone's lives at the moment. She's beautiful and she's got dimples. Like, what's what's the go? She's like a ray of fucking sunshine. And she's, like, normal. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, so like... So far. She's, she's just got a really natural beauty. She's not... No, no bells and whistles. Just really gorgeous. Really nice. And the fact that... He was saying that he got lost in her <gasps> eyes, and she's got brown eyes, and not many people rave about brown eyes. Yeah. But that was so gorgeous. Really cute. And he even seemed, Lockie even seemed like he, he was honestly lost for words yeah. with her. Like it's like his his breath caught in his throat, and then all of our breaths caught in our throat because he's delicious. Them. And then she did that gorgeous like oh, hard on your sleeve pin, and she had a little one on hers. And, yeah. and then when they were talking later on, they were holding hands, and nobody else was like it. Just 
was, tell me she doesn't win. Like, yeah. and if, she, if if they're gonna pull it Ellie on us with her, I'm going to cry. You know, I think I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like she'll be the runner up. Second, yeah. They gave her hardcore wifey music when she hopped out of the limo, which means like, that she's never gonna win. You know what I mean? That's not true. They have done wifey music for winners before. Who? Like, I don't remember, but it's <laughs> happened. Yeah, I prove it. I no. will do my research. I will get back to you, and you can talk about it on air when Amy's back. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, a highlight from you, Lizzo. Irina's stethoscope <gasps> deliciousness. What a what a good. Way to get Amanda Jake off his clothes. I know, and way to make all the other girls jealous. Yeah, because he starts. He, but he seemed like he actually really wanted to get his shirt like off, off. Because she's like, "Oh no, you don't have to." He's like, "Are you sure? I can take it off. I can take it <laughs> off." And I'm like, "Girl, stop turning him down <laughs> and let the man take his shirt off." <laughs> also, like you could probably probably have done it with like one or two buttons undone, but he literally yeah. went all the way. And then when he was doing the stethoscope on her, his hand was like hovering just I above know. boob and I was like, I'm into Touch it. it. <laughs> Touch the boob. Also when, because she said, oh, shh, no talking. And then when he went to do it and she was talking, he was like, shh, no talking. It was and I was really like, oh, cute. <laughs> oh, it's flirting. Oh, it's flirting. Also, sorry, just in general, we haven't talked about it. Lockie is the most beautiful sexual person. Look, I watched all of Survivor when he was on it. I didn't. There was a lot of shirt off. He pretty much lived with his shirt off. Um, But, and I think it's a low light, but it's not actually a low light of The Bachelor. No. It's the fact that he was in sort of a relationship with one of the girls from Survivor when he left Survivor, right? So he left and she was still in the game. But then afterwards she was like visiting him, had booked a ticket to visit him in Bali. I don't know if she actually went, Brooke, Mm. but it got announced on social media that he was The Bachelor and that was the first she'd heard of it. And they were sort of seeing each other. So I'm a little bit like reserving my opinion. (laughs) Why do you bring that information to this love podcast? Sorry, because I just feel, you know, I just feel the the public deserves to know. Like not Mm. everybody watches both Survivor and The Bachelor because they're very different. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) I watch both because amazing and psychological experiments, both of them. So Um, true, yes. (laughs) But yeah, I'm still a little bit like, Oh, I find it hard to buy it when he's like, I want to get down on one knee at the end of this one. I'm just like, you were pretty much seeing Brooke and she got blindsided by TV promos, but sure. I'm going to just forget that piece just of information. Just file that away <laughs> for later in case he turns out to be a douche and then yeah. you can bring it out as evidence. But I do think that he is what he says he is. Like he says he's a hopeless romantic and just seeing him interact with some of the women, he was literally literally blushing and like, you know, those star love heart eyes. That was him. Yeah, his face. Look, he's, that broad chest Mm. just is something mm. else the only look i'm so sorry tattoos are lovely but i hate not that. the necklace one no, <laughs> i don't like it but he's still delicious anyway yeah look his tattoo was going to be a low light for me but only the front one the rest of them are oh, fine yeah. but having strength and honor across your chest just screams Bogan, yeah, little little Bogan, little, little Bogan. Bogan. Like he may as well have had a bit of a Southern Cross tattoo <gasps> somewhere there. It's just, it's the words. Yeah. It's just like loyalty, bro. Like I yeah, don't know. Yeah. There's something about those words emblazoned across your chest. I'm just like very Aussie. Battler. How about you let your actions speak louder than the words on your mm, chest? That's fair. <laughs> um, a highlight from you. A highlight from me. Um, I've forgotten her name because her oh. costume was so amazing. Penguin girl. Oh, yep. What's her name? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's I don't know. <laughs> oh. But she turning up in the penguin outfit, having heels on mm. whilst wearing the penguin outfit, and then he picks her for the first chat and the other girls are fuming. And I loved it because it showed that he likes the people who are being not afraid to make fun of themselves rather than picking the pampered princesses. And I loved that. Mm. Not that there is anything wrong with pampered princesses, but it's kind of like she did a bold move trying to be funny, trying to be unique, and he was like, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into sense of humour. That's one of my big, big things. So if if I was dude, I'd be like that one right there. And then when she took the penguin costume off and had that – Stunning black dress underneath mm. it, like baller move, and it paid off. Yeah, 
Hundred percent. I um. While we're on the topic of costumes and baller moves, Steph in the dad costume. Oh my god! In episode two, yeah, when they did the photo shoot. That was honestly, I haven't laughed that hard in a while. It was amazing, and yeah. the fact that she not only got the shittest costume of yeah. anybody, because they even like. Made they her look they like they a man. They made her look like a man to the point where even Lockie was like, and, and Gina and I were like, who, which one is that? Who are you? Yeah, yeah. Um, And then went with it yeah. and started Just not only acting fun. like the, the disapproving dad in the family, but then <laughs> coming on to Lockie in the dad costume. Yeah. <laughs> How funny. I nearly wet my pants. Yeah. When, when she was like, you can tell a lot about a man by the way he handles his turkey. <laughs> And then oh, his uh, his Steph's wife, I can't remember her name oh, either. She's a bit bland so far. Yeah, so. and she said something and then Steph was like, Oh babe, I think you need to keep off the vinos. The yeah. vinos, sorry. <laughs> and then and then when she said when when Lockie said something about her, it was like, Yeah, watch what you say about my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think and Liz and I were talking about this off. Not off camera, off, off mic. mic, off mic. I think it's even if you're given in like quotation marks the shit costume or something, it shows a lot about you and how you can make fun of yourself or your personality if you just take it and run with it and go, yeah. yes, okay, I might not be the most in the most stunning dress or X Y Z, but I'm gonna have fun with it and I'm gonna have a good time and show Lockie that you know I'm I'm in it. To have fun, you yeah. know. That was one of my lowlights. The girls, some of the girls getting really upset about mm. the costumes that they were in rather than yes ending. Like yes. You, <laughs> it's a theatrical term, everybody. Improvisation. <laughs> if someone says something, you go yes and and figure out a way to make it work. You don't block and go, oh no, what am I? Uh, I'm in it. Like, oh, what was her name? The, I don't know. The, the one the with the tattoos? No, the bar. Oh. Roxy is tattoos. Oh, Roxy, thank so, you. Yeah, but uh, the bartender who reminds me of Maddie J's Laura. Wasn't it Nicole? Is that is there another Nicole? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It was da- Dancer Nicole. I thought it was Dancer yeah, Nicole. Yeah, yeah. So she had the hottest outfit. <gasps> like that stunning. bartender outfit was hotter than both of the sequin dresses. Mm. And even when when Zoe Claire was mm-hmm. macking on with with Lockie in the corner I mm. was drawn to Nicole in the photo and I just wish that she'd taken a little bit more initiative and mm. tried to like how good a photo would that have been having the bartender steal him away from the blind dates what a good yeah. story in that photo yeah and I was saying to Liz as well like even when Zoe Claire got up on the bench and started was all up in Lockie's face he didn't necessarily seem too into it and that's a perfect it lasted for so long I know too. she wouldn't get down <laughs> and um I just think you know when you see an opportunity take it and instead of sitting on the sidelines and going oop just have fun well she Zoe Claire took the opportunity yeah. so someone take it off her take that baton and friggin run with it yeah exactly and it's not necessarily like a dog move to yeah. steal you know in quotation marks the limelight from the well, photo shoot. Well, it had already shoot. been stolen, so yeah. steal it back. Yeah, exactly. Just make it yours, babe. Yeah. Have fun. Exactly. Um, I'm uh, – what else for highlights for you? Do you have anything Do else? Do you have more highlights? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Let me double check if I've got anything. Okay. Uh, I've just said everything, Bella. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. Same. Yep. Oh, and the moment when – was it Irina who was the daughter in the family photo? No, 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 that was um, Laura. No, 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 not oh. the jealous daughter, the oh. actual girlfriend. Oh, yes, Irina. When they panned down and showed <gasps> his giant hand <laughs> grabbing the top of her leg, mm. there was a gasp moment and I was here for it. Yeah, I was – and he was, like, doing the thumb thing. Yeah, the little <laughs> the little leggy, strokey thumb. Oh, my God. I know. And his hand was so big <laughs> and yeah, her was. thigh is so little that it was just, mm. like, this, like – I was into it. Delicious. A little bit delicious. <laughs> That's and then, my last highlight, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Steph was like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Watch your hands on my door. <laughs> she's the best. I'm really into her. I reckon she's going to be like a, they'll leave her alone for a couple of episodes. And then when it's like top 
six or five, she'll come around the corner and just like. I feel like they're gonna have a brother sister vibe. I feel like really? he's gonna end up going like. I, I oh. my prediction is that he'll end up being like. I think you're so amazing, but like there's no sexual chemistry there. Oh, I just really? think you're like best mate material. Interesting. Yeah, that's my prediction, and that will make me sad. But that's that's what I'm feeling in my waters. Excuse me, Liz. We don't do predictions until the end. Too bad. How dare you? Too bad. <laughs> I'm um, just a, I'm just a storyteller. I'm just forecasting on the fly here. You're just a reporter. You're just a journalist trying to tick your. Yes. Look, I'll bring it back up again at the end. Then Gina, lovely. Fine. <laughs> um, okay, let's dive into high a uh, lot low lights. Sorry, because we have a lot of them. Do you want to go first? Do we go with the biggest low light first? Which is a you, you little, oh, okay, yeah, I know. What you're do, about. We, do we dive into Rangagate? Yeah, 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 do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Zoe Claire. What about her? And her hair. She's, a, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, I am also a ranger. Like hardcore ranger. And um, I just want to say I'm so glad that some, somebody <laughs> in in TV finally spoke about what, what are the, the persecution that you face. <laughs> Day after day, the as a elephant ringer. in the room, <laughs> the red-haired in, elephant in, in the, the room. room. <laughs> yeah, what? Um, so what? I don't. <laughs> this was when I texted Gina and was like, "These girls are unhinged." Yes. Um, I'm very confused when Zoe Claire kind of took her red hair as the reason why the only coloured girl <laughs> oh in my the God. mansion was persecuting her <laughs> because she had red hair. And you hear the producers actually asking questions going, sorry, did did someone mention something about your red hair? Or And she's like, no, no. but it's nobody obvious. else has my red hair. Nobody has my bone structure and I have to deal with it every day. Also when she was <laughs> like, yes, I have, you know, this hair and this bone structure and I'm – beautiful la 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 but at the end of the day you're still a ranger and that sucks I was like what what bro what's going what what's wrong with this this is like we're not in grade 10 anymore man like they put a violin under her and I was (laughs) (laughs) she's just giving this impassioned speech to the camera going I will be a ranger till the day I die meanwhile photos surfaced the next day of her blonde so clearly not a ranger Till the day she dies, she's she was like, dyed nah. that, she's dyed that red hair away. Obviously, she's super well, insecure about it. Well, actually, she was her ranger until the day she died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dyed no. your hair. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I just, I'm really confused and it made me a little bit sad that her insecurities were obviously so easily triggered. Yes, after a few vinos. Yeah, <laughs> and then she took ill. Oh, <laughs> Osha coming in and going, Zoe Claire has taken, taken ill. ill. Lockie wants me to give this to her. Oh, what what she got, babe? What's wrong with her? Is she's, she okay? She got the Rona. Oh, no. She's just had a few too many, has she? Yeah. Look, her red hair was weighing her down. She oh, needed to sleep it off. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm so like, confused by her. Never in my life as the ranger. Also, I hate that term, ranger. Like... We're in our twenties now. Can't we just say redhead? Like shit. Nah, because we're Australian, bro. Oh, we're rangers. Fucking <laughs> rangers. Yeah. Well, never- like other that, it's ginger. Oh, ginger. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind ginger. Ginger's fine. Um, but never in my life have I walked into a room full of girls <laughs> and gone, "Yes, she's beautiful and she's got great legs," but me. I'm a ranger, <laughs> therefore I am a, a foot above everyone else. Like, never, never. I'm proud of where I come, come from. from. I've got red hair and my hardships as a straight white woman with red hair. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> love I you, just, Zoe Claire. But no. most most women dye their hair red because they're jealous of how amazing red hair is. You crazy, crazy woman. <laughs> yes, I agree. I right. agree. So that was big low light. What's yours? Um. When, what was her name? The one with the eyebrows. <laughs> when she was like, I swear on my eyebrows. Oh, what yes. was her name? I don't know which one that was. But, yeah, she kept swearing on her eyebrows and saying also, how great her eyebrows were. Also love that, swearing on your eyebrows. But when she was like, I love my eyebrows, I looked at them and I was like, well, 
<laughs> they look like eyebrows. Yeah, I was like, these are. I'm not I mean, jealous I'm of them. I'm all for pride. Like, if you want to have pride in your eyebrows, girl. But well, like, I just I wasn't. Anyway, it's not a best feature. Small. Yeah, exactly. Quite. A, that's a small little comment. Baby low light. Yeah, but when she came in and she was like, guys, do you know that's Lockie from Survivor? Survivor? And everyone was like, no. And then Laura, <laughs> Laura, God love her. She said, this guy I've met standing in a suit was on Survivor. I don't believe her. I was like, what do you, <laughs> have you heard of clothes? Yeah. <laughs> have you heard? And producers? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think everyone on Survivor after they leave, they must only wear singlets and thongs? Like, Yeah, pretty much. I don't understand. But like, I don't, okay, so Laura was an entire low light for oh, me. Like, yeah, please just go on. Her. But the fact that she doesn't believe that a guy who loves barley. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Could be on Survivor. Could be on Survivor. I'm like, uh, what's. Yeah, so Laura's attitude, first of all, her being like, the drums are too much. I'm over it. I'm so sick of hearing drums. It's like, babe, you've been sitting in that limo for like a minute. What's yeah, going on? You're going to get your time. And yeah. the fact that she she's, I don't deal with people who are just into money. Like, Oh, yeah. And, it's, and it was all about money for her. She was mm. just like, you know, I like Chanel earrings and I like Louis Vuitton purses and I like Porsche Cayenne turbos. And then asking Lockie oh. where he likes to go and he's like, oh, I go to Bali a lot. And she's like, oh, my God, I would never go there. You'd die. Yeah, but I also think isn't there just a little bit of racism Super in there? Super racist. <laughs> like Super. you're not going to go to any She's third like, world oh my countries? God, or gonna, right. someone, you know, you'll, you'll, someone will kill you. Like you're just like um. – or she said, like, you can't even use the water that comes out of the tap. Like, and she's like, well, I will sit at home being a good wifey while he <gasps> goes off to Perth, uh, goes off to oh Bali Oh, my then. God. And I was like. I hate that. I, I hate don't that. think he wants somebody who's going to not go with him to his favourite place. Yeah, exactly. And then asking him, you know, what's his idea of a good present? And he's like, oh, I like to put more thought into it and make sure it's meaningful. It's not really about money. And then she's like, yeah, well, I like Louis Vuitton purses. So... <laughs> But I also like that he said, um, like, he likes experiences more than objects. Yes, me too. Mm, I think that's a great idea because you can go and experience something together or, you know, um, when she was talking about Louis Vuitton bags and he was like, isn't that a couple of grand? And he goes, that's at least like five trips to Bali. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's got a point. He's got a good point there. This is the other thing about Laura that was a super low light to me is that even when realising, like, she criticised everything that he liked over and over again and then was like but I'm still going to be his wife I'm like can you not have some self-realization that you guys are obviously terribly matched and yeah. go home she's angling for bachelor in paradise like I guarantee she wants to be the next Kira Maguire she yeah. even did the teeth sucking thing that Kira does I just yeah she's not my cup of tea no loved loved her dress loved her chatterbox thing great idea but then the question was like how much money will you spend on me, dearest? Yeah. You know, like, like you could have used that question to get to know him, but you angled it towards yourself. I don't know. This is another low light that I had that kind of mm. is Laura adjacent was the way that the girls are comparing themselves as a yes. reason to justify why they shouldn't be talking to that other girl. It'd be like, look at her and look at me. Look at this dress. I look like this in this dress and he's talking mm. to her. I'm yeah. like, maybe it's not about your looks. Honey, yeah. maybe you've got a really shitty attitude and no one wants to talk to that. Yeah, and I was I'm on that train as well and I was talking to Amy in the last couple of episodes about this this idea that because you are X, Y, and Z, you are superior to yes. other women. I'm like, no, dude. Like, we're not we're not each other's competition. We it's are not a, a fucking leaderboard. Like, yeah, exactly. Just because, you know, you dressed up in the dress and you were hashtag. You've got amazing bone structure. So that puts you one step ahead of someone who dresses like a penguin. Obviously, Liz. Obviously. Come on, Liz. Didn't you know I that? I didn't. I didn't know that. I'm just, yeah, it's 2020. We need to start. Stop thinking we're better than other women or other people because we do certain things. But like beauty is so subjective as well. So being like, I've got long legs, which means I'm better than this person who has short legs for this person. But what if the mm. guy or girl likes shorter people? Like, well, it's like, you know, you can be the most juiciest peach ever, but someone's still going to prefer apples. Yeah, exactly. You know? Beautiful, succinct. I love it. You know what else is succinct? What? 
No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna. Just too much. Just too much. It's All too right, much. Liz, another one. Another um, one. The way that the producers. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked with all the girls by introducing Caitlin as an intruder during the wedding shoot. I thought that was so unfair. And look, I know producer's job is to create drama. Yeah. But it was just mean. I, on that train, slightly different though, I thought it was mean that producers already put Caitlin up as a person to not be liked because she came in in the wedding dress. They're setting her up for failure. Yeah, exactly. And then they gave her time immediately alone with him when she's an intruder um, and it should have been Lockie's choice to choose someone. But and now the producers have just made every other girl jealous or annoyed at her when it was not Caitlin's fault that she was chosen to come in in as an intruder with a wedding dress and got to spend alone time with him. Yeah. Also on that similar train, adjacent train, every all of those women at the end of that were very emotional, like crying and thing. I was like. How so? Clearly, this is what probably in this grand scheme of things, maybe day three. Yeah, yeah. And there are women crying that they're not in the wedding dress. I like, was so and more confused. than one. Like, as soon as they're just like, okay, Lockie and Caitlin are going to go chat now. Women immediately burst into tears. Yeah, Penguin Gal was very upset and so was Roxy. I need to learn her name. Yeah, I know. She's great, she's but fabulous. I forgot. <laughs> she was fabulous, yeah, forgotten her name. But also the Roxy thing with, um, <sighs> was it Penguin Gal and Roxy in the shoot? Oh, yeah, yes. where Roxy was being like, I'm the one getting engaged. And, and she's taking the shoot and she got quite upset and annoyed. And I'm like, no, like it's just. Yes, and that shit, yeah. bitch. <laughs> yes, and Roxy. But she was getting quite upset. And then what's what are they feeding these women in this? Well, this just makes me think they're obviously probably super sleep deprived and yeah. a little bit fucked up because they're not speaking to the outside world. Like mm. this is, okay, so I did a, I don't know if you know, but for some of the other reality shows you do a stint like where they do a practice run before they get the real people out there. What? Yeah. So oh. I was on the practice run of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Hilarious. My agent got me the job and so I was out in the bush for a week. Day two, they split – oh, day two or day three, they split us into two different camps. Yeah. And I burst into tears and lost it. Yeah. Because they put me in a camp with all the girls, all the people that I didn't gel with, that I I felt really self-conscious about. Uh And there's something that happens when there's just cameras on you and you're in a really weird environment that everything's slightly heightened. So I would never normally be like, oh, my God, so you've put me on a team with people I don't super like. But I was just like – I walked off. Someone had to follow me. I was just like sitting in my little treehouse in tears. Yeah. So I think that obviously the environment's got to be weird, which is why I think they need to provide more mental health services to the people in those shows than they actually do. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I think that obviously it's just a pressure cooker situation and they're so like on tenterhooks the whole time that small things are the end of the world. Yeah, really set you off. It's such yeah. a heightened experience and environment. It's bizarre. Like, and mm. I spoke to two of the people who did the reality thing with me and like we left and I was like driving home and I had to pull over because I burst into tears because and I was just like I was like I don't even know why I'm crying and one of the guys that was on there with me he's like yeah I'm standing in the middle of Woolworths also crying and I don't know why it's really weird so that environment messes with your brain Mm. that's very interesting yeah I hope someone writes a book about that and lets me know what's going on oh there's been some girls like from American Bachelor and stuff like that who have written books about their experience on the series and stuff Mm. so but yeah like that's the only reason that I can find why the girls would cry is it's not the it's not the man it's the weird environment that they're in that and any it's kind messing of with them. any kind of bump in the road just seems full on like a mountain yeah yeah um one another low light for me and 
I hope other people picked up on this, but obviously with the Ariba and Zoe Claire thing, um, Zoe Claire and Lockie were having a nice chat. They were vibing, says Zoe Claire. <laughs> and Ariba, look, I have nothing wrong with Ariba. What has she done? She said she was a boss. She's a confident woman and she gets what she wants. I think there's nothing wrong with that. She went up to Lockie um, and wanted to have a conversation. Liz disagrees with me. I know, I but you'll you'll hear about that in a second. Um, and she just sat down, which is a bit weird, but it's whatever. And then Zoe Claire left so Ariba and Lockie could talk. And look, they seemed like they were having a good laugh. And you would only think otherwise because there was villain music playing underneath. <laughs> um, but then later, obviously, Zoe Claire... <laughs> just um just blew up and was saying how Ariba was being disrespectful to a woman and then went into the whole ranger thing and then there was a clip of Zoe Claire um being racist towards Ariba saying uh, I can't remember what she was saying but she was like Ariba Aruba ab- abracadabra get out of here which is obviously that's rude as shit that yeah, yeah, I was like, you're only saying that because she has brown skin. Like yeah. that's fucking awful, bitch. Like no one would do that with like Zoe, Bowie, Joey, whatever your name is. Get yeah, the like yeah, exactly. Mm. And the way that Zoe Claire, like, look, I have I have my problems with Ariba. Yes. Like <laughs> I I think that the way that she walks up to people and is like, I'm the boss and you'll do what I say, really rubs me the wrong way. And you can right. be confident but not be controlling of other people the second that you meet them. Yeah. The problem I had with Zoe Claire is that when she came up to confront Ariba, she bent down, patronising as fuck, and had a little hand out going, um, excuse me, doing little gestures and was smiling and being like, you're rude, you're a mole, and you're acting like a mole. So, And just the the body language was so fucking patronising. And belittling. And belittling. Mm. And then she's like, you're persecuting me somehow. (laughs) Even yeah. though no one said anything. Yeah. Um, and she was like, oh, okay, you're a mole. That's fine, sweetheart. Like she was very – It's was okay. All, it's okay. You're a mole. That's fine. Whatever. And like you're okay that, with that. Yeah. Like yeah. she was laying it on thick. And then talking to the other girls being like, does she even know – Who she's messing what with. What a hurricane yeah. she's dealing with. And the other girl was just like, no, <laughs> she doesn't. No. And I guess Ugh. we're going to find out. Like, like she's just met you. Of course she doesn't know what a bitch you are yet. Yeah, but okay, I just want to <laughs> back up Ariba a little bit because okay. what I've seen so far hasn't been completely disrespectful and I'm really annoyed that producers have already made a villain out of the only brown person on that fucking show. So they need to solve this by having more brown people on the show and if you want to have some people as villains and some not, that's fine, but but it's super problematic making the only brown person on the show the villain or yeah. a villain. Yeah. Also, it's – I find Ariba similar to Abby Chatfield. Oh, meaning, I don't at all. Meaning Abby was like – because obviously she was ostracised from the group and a lot of women were bullying her, she said, I'm not here to make friends because it's kind of a protection thing. And Ariba says the same things, like I'm not here to make friends. Um, also, when you're a brown woman in this world, it's really hard to just be and uh, – be completely yourself so I'm very happy and proud of her for taking life by the balls and going I am a boss I am confident I am this even though so many fucking odds are stacked against me and already on my first night someone is bullying me like for what for interrupting a conversation which on the first night when there's 20 odd girls I would be able to forgive yeah Yeah, I'd be able to forgive that she doesn't know anyone yet she's trying to you know it's a competition at the end of the day and it's the first night like just go ahead I'd be well uh, I'd be willing to let a few things slide but women love them but women (laughs) You know? uh, producers. Producers, yes, like, absolutely. This producers. is where I'm angry. I'm angry at the producers for putting the only, you know, person of colour as as a, as a mean mean person. Also, one person of colour. Like, seriously, man, that's all you can and muster I, up. They've justified this year after year by going, they ask The Bachelor what they're attracted to and then find that. But Oh, really? Because like, I... Okay. Where's our... Yeah. Liz. And it also <laughs> pisses me off that the only... 
batch or bachelorette of colour that we've had was a complete and utter asshole too. Yeah. Blake Garvey, RIP. <laughs> okay, Liz. Yeah. When I ask you who you're attracted to, what would you describe? I would go personality type. Like I, I personally would go, oh, Tall, dark, handsome, funny, loyal. Never would I say he must be white, yeah. you know? And I don't think a lot of people are saying definitely white. But the produ- you can imagine the producers going, but like Caucasian or like Asian. Yeah. Like that's what producers do. They they tick boxes and they fill niches. I just, just yeah. Fucking- oh, look, it's gross. But welcome to whitewashing in every reality TV series ever. It's mm. been what like twenty something seasons of The Bachelor in the US, and only this year have they announced the first Black Bachelor. The first out of twenty to thirty, maybe even seasons. That's fucking disgusting. It is disgusting. It's disgusting. Mm. No, we don't like. Not that. about it. Do you have any more lowlights before we head on to? No. Okay, I've fabulous. Said all of that. Um, let's head on to the big issue, which we've kind of already touched on, but we're going to go a little bit more in depth. Big issue. Liz, take it away. Mean people. Mean people. They're giving, (laughs) they're giving a lot of people a villain edit already this Mm. season. We've had two episodes and there's a lot of mean girls and drama. There's at least, well, we've got Ariba, we've got Zoe, maybe Caitlin. And there was another one, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, Roxy got a bit weird and mean. Um, but like, I just feel like the different edits that they're going with, like Bachelor in Paradise this year was tough to watch. Yeah, it, it was. It made me uncomfortable. I wasn't gunning for it because there's only one couple that I was invested in and everybody else seemed like they were horrible people. Mm. And I get that drama is what these shows thrive on, but you've also got to give people the balance of the, of the love stories. Yeah. But I just... Why so many – I just want to see people fall in love for fuck's sake. Like I don't – all this drama bitchy backs – I actually find it really uncomfortable to watch. I I love the drama, like the next gal, but that's not why I watch The Bachelor or actually don't watch any other reality TV but The Mm. Bachelor. You know, and I was saying this to Amy in one of our last episodes, like, yes, the drama is great, but it should not take over the storyline. Exactly. Like – Liz and I were watching The Bachelor last night and we were just bloody heart eyes at the TV with Bella and Lockie's date because they were so cute. They were getting along so well. And their body language and him hugging her and how proud he was of her when she was like driving this boat. And um, how beautiful their children will be. And and that's what I want to see. I want to see connections. I I want to see them talking and that here's the huge issue though like I feel Mm. like they're casting for Bachelor in Paradise now I feel and this was the same thing that happened with a lot of US Bachelor seasons is that rather than casting people who were just here for the Bachelor Mm. they're casting people who have interesting enough personalities that can to be Batch in Paradise yeah and that's not <laughs> that's not that's no. not what it's about. My and dude. I feel like there's a lot of contestants, and I say contestants, it shouldn't be a fucking competition, but it but is. But that is, yeah. Um, who I think feel like they're gunning for Bachelor in Paradise, like they're trying mm. to compete for this guy that they're not super interested in. Yeah, that's a uh, look. And this season of The Bachelor, I'm really trying to have my head screwed on a bit better, like defending Ariba before I'm just because last season I was a complete and utter victim to the producers not liking Abby Chatfield and then after the season and hearing her story and just getting to know her as a person on social media I was like like, you're friends now we're absolutely (laughs) friends she's a Brisbaneite we have coffee no Abby come on the podcast Abby friend of the podcast please come on um I think she's such an intelligent articulate fun person but like I was saying to Amy last episode, the producers spoon fed me some producer food and I was like, num, 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 yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> and See, this is what happens. I've been watching US Bachelor since forever, like four, four years. Five ever? Five ever. Like there, I'm not going to say how much, but there's a bit of an age gap between Gina and I. And I've been on the Bachelor train. Six months. Since, <laughs> since Gina was still at school. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I'm a little bit more... I guess also because I don't love love anymore. I'm a little bit more savvy to mm. to how manipulative 
this bullshit gets and how mm. bad it gets too. Yeah. It's not like this is why Amy should be here because Liz is cynical and so am I, but I have like 2% hope of love, yeah. but that is in my years diminishing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, don't let it extinguish completely. Otherwise you will end up like me, but like beautiful and talented and intelligent. And very single at 30 something and wanting to stay that way because trash. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> Men are trash. which is a great life choice. But yeah, like I, w- this is the thing. You mm. need someone who's like, no, love is amazing. And I'm just like. And Whoa. it is. But also people's personalities get in the way of love being amazing. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, mm. the, just the whole, so many people seem like they're getting a villain at it and seem like they're being singled out, not for love, but to end up on the other reality TV show. And I'm not about it. Yeah. My, my thing is, can we stop making women look bad or pitting women against women just because they want drama because some of these no women- Gina <laughs> no it's the bachelor that's literally what the bachelor is for like I know there will be drama regardless because you know shit happens manufacturing drama shits me and I know that's they do it. that that's a lot. what I have a problem with drama will happen because drama happens but don't make it happen in the first day just because you needed to also here's a thing you know with the Zoe Claire Ranger thing I thought on some level maybe a producer producer lied and said you know what I reckon x y and z has said that about you so I interviewed one of the producers of the U.S. Bachelor Mm. during my days as a magazine journo Um, because she then wrote the show Unreal which is the behind the scenes drama which is great it's on stand check it out yeah and she and I and I got the best opening quote for a story that I've ever had and it was uh, she said I used to wonder what it would cost to, for me to ruin someone's life and it turns out it was only a thousand dollars a week plus health benefits wow like she they they do they go to you and they go so and so said this about you maybe you want to do something about it and mm. they never said that like yeah. she was very careful I've got to say to be like well it's been a long time since I've been on the bachelor so I think things might have changed now but back when I was there yeah um but yeah like they do did she have to use a fake name no. <sighs> wow. No, well, because she's a show producer. She's a showrunner for Unreal. So she was oh, right. real name. But she was like, and I was like, does this happen on The Bachelor? And she's like, I don't know what happens on The Bachelor now. But some of my mm. friends who do work on The Bachelor have said that they can't watch my show because it's uncomfortable for them. So it's like, you draw the lines. I yeah. won't say that this happens. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of nasty shit that I imagine happens behind the scenes. Yeah, too. I reckon. So I think that's my goal for this season, just to kind of be producer savvy. Be a little bit more producer sab- savvy and don't eat the yummy, yummy producer food all the time. It's so tasty <laughs> it's and so it tasty. looks so good. Yes, I love producer food. Yum, yum, yum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, Liz, predictions. You've already said one. Do you want to reiterate that one prediction that you've I got with I feel like... I f- what was my prediction for Steph again? Um, I thought that she might come in as a top oh, five yes. or three. I think that's a potential that she might come in top five, mm. but I think it will be top five because he wants to keep her around because they're such good mates, and he's, yeah. he'll be like, "I have a, I have such a great time with her," but ultimately, there's no chemistry. Do you reckon it'll be like a Tara and Maddie J thing? Yeah, like it's, you know, yeah, they get along really well, but they and he'll just... keep her there for as long as possible because they have such a good time. But he just doesn't want to bang her. Mm, yeah, I reckon. Um, another prediction which always happens every season: the Mean Girls will stay in there until they must be eliminated. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I wish they. I wish they don't often do it in Australia, but I wish they did what they do in the US, which is the two-on-one date. So they always get the two mm. girls who've been fighting for the entire yeah. season to go on a two-on-one date. They've done that in the past. Yeah, yeah. I reckon so. Top five or something. We've got Steph, Caitlin, I've uh, Penguin Gal. Who else am I? Bella, Irina. Um, you forget Nicole. You don't reckon Irina? No, yeah. I also reckon Irina. What have I just I said? I think Penguin Girl. I can't remember her name. I don't think I she's going to get that far. Really? And I also Aww. don't think Caitlin's going to get that far. I reckon Caitlin will be at least top five and then she'll be yeeted. My prediction is that he's going to fall in love with mm. two women. Well, that was... That's and it's going to make him really... I think it's going to make it really difficult for him to choose. Really sad. But the, he showed that in the previews. Also, how can you fall in love with two women at the same time? Tell me, how does this happen? Do you know? Uh, I've been in love with two people at once. Have you? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Can't relate. I should have chosen myself because they were both trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have like you just kind of like different things about the different people, and especially being in that heightened atmosphere, I can mm. totally see how it would happen. Yeah. Um, but I think that Bella and Irina are going to be um, up there. Up there. I don't um, know, but yeah, your I think other Nicole prediction as well. Yeah, your other prediction was that Bella was going to come second. Second, I reckon she's not going to come first because they've already put a wifey thing on her, and that's what happened with Ellie last season. We were like, "It's Ellie," and then it wasn't, you know. And then Chelsea came out, and we were like, "Oh, I guess he does have a good um, connection with Chelsea." But they want the producers, the yummy, yummy producer food. <laughs> they want us to believe Bella is going to be it, and therefore, I should not believe it. Well, sometimes they do that, though. They make you think it's going to be one person. Person and then they tank that person yeah. to make you think it's not going to be that person so it's not mm. predictable and then it ends up being that person. But I just think he's going to have a real hard time at the end. Yes, I agree. Um, and I think that, um, yeah, they're going to keep the mean girls around for as long as humanly possible. The producers always go yeah. and they do this behind the scenes. They're like, you can have this girl Absolutely. Like, as if it's yeah. not up to him. They're like, you can have this nice girl as long as you take this mean girl as well. Yeah. And also, like I'm sure – as as you would with 20-odd people, you know, girls, women, girls, women, <laughs> men, you know, I would honestly only be interested in maybe six. So At tops. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for a good couple of weeks, you're just getting rid of the ones, you know, slowly. And the producers are making you keep the ones that exactly. are interesting television. Yeah, sure. that's, that's exactly right. Until it gets to the nitty gritty and then you're like, oh, I better actually talk to these women. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I honestly think he – like, I know that you think Bella's going to come second, but at the moment I'm so – Let's put money on it. No, I don't want to lose money. No, I don't, don't want to lose money. <laughs> Let's – okay, I'll cook dinner for you yeah. if Bella comes second okay. and you cook dinner for me if she wins. Okay. And, and that way we can get out of it because if she doesn't come second or win, then neither of us has to do anything. And then, okay, if she comes third or anything less, we go out to dinner. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> win, win, win. Yeah. <laughs> nice, okay. That's a deal. Um, and I don't know Amy's opinion, but we'll hear about it um, next episode. I'm so interested to know what Amy has to say about <gasps> all of this. Like, has, why haven't you messaged me, Amy? Because <laughs> she wanted to talk about it on air and then yeah. she got sick. Poor Lamb. I know. I'm sorry. I miss you, Amy. Um, also, while we're on the topic of nothing, Bachelor in Paradise uh, finale, we couldn't obviously do an episode because things got a little bit hectic and Amy has been sick. But we all know our opinions, Alicia and Glenn, are the most beautiful couple not hearing anything that you have to say Liz. I'm sorry <laughs> no, no I'm sorry uh did, are we going to ignore that there was cheating involved yes are we, we going to ignore that the cheating happened and that everyone was like love is perfect and I said to Gina I don't think love is that perfect and then the next day they cheated are we going to ignore that yes we are because are we they're still together <laughs> and you remember how you were like oh Tim and Brittany they're so gorgeous um <laughs> exactly. Tim and Brittany, they're so gorgeous. And then Tim ghosted Brittany as soon as he she left Paradise oh, no. for him. Like, I did. everyone on that season is a hot steaming pile of garbage. I mean, yes and no. <laughs> because I didn't think Tim and Brittany were going to be together forever. I thought they might have been like a summer fling and they had a good time. But he fucking ghosted her. I know, and he blocked her on everything, which I think is just After saying, the worst. stay by my side, stay I by know. my side forever. I just thought he was 2% better than Kieran, which I think he is, but he's I'm still sorry, trash. I'm sorry, but you don't need to sit there and compare which piece of trash is the <laughs> trashiest. They're still in the dumpster. <laughs> I'm I'm attracted to men, Liz. I need to, <laughs> I need to sort my trash, okay? Okay. <laughs> no one is recyclable. <laughs> it's bin day. I've got to know who's recyclable. Um, I still believe Alicia and Glenn have it in them and I really hope that at least they will be together. I but, the, but the girl he cheated with was, was Eleanor. Okay, enough out of you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't – okay, I get it. Let's just, okay, look, their story was beautiful and I wish them the best. Thank you. What so about Mary and Connor? There's nothing wrong with them. Okay, they're gorgeous too. Yeah, there you go. Like there were photos with him oh. and, and Mary's daughter and I was just like – Very, oh, very stop. cute. My ovaries just exploded. Yes. Also, I don't know if you know about this, but Renee and Matt – 
Do you know anything? I know they broke up. They broke up because Matt is an asshole. Apparently, you know how on the show he was like, I would never do to Renee what Kieran did and I'll give you my word. Apparently he did cheat. Yep. <laughs> and, and like when he was seeing someone else, he like called up Renee crying, being like, I want to make it work. I want to make it work. Like no. poor Renee no. cannot catch a break with these fucking trash men. Stop dating men who want to be on TV. <sighs> Well, yeah. stop dating men. Stop, stop dating, dating women. Men. I just want to <laughs> say. I don't like women, but I goddamn wish I did. Yeah, like, I know. Sometimes I'm like, I'm done with this, but I'm not into badge. Sorry. Have you, have you seen that meme that's like people who are attracted to men prove that sexuality isn't a choice? Yes. Like, <laughs> because yes. if I had a choice, I wouldn't be attracted to them. Perfect. Thank you. Record that. Yes, I Put will. Put it out into the world. That's an Aria It's my new song. EP. <laughs> um, Liz, thank you so much for joining us. You're so welcome. Do you want to plug away at your many podcasts? I do. Look, I'll only go with the one that I think matches this one the best, okay, which is good. Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. If you like hearing people's stories of love gone wrong and how trash everyone is, sometimes when my co-host Tom gets his way, we'll have a nice story, but that's rare. Ghost of Boyfriend's Past is my podcast. We get guests on to chat about different stories that they've had and what they learned in relationship mm. land. And if you would like to come on to that podcast, you can write to us at ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com or go to that's not canon.com forward slash ghostsofboyfriendspast and fill in a form to be a guest because god damn we want your stories love it love it love it also while we're here please subscribe to us review oh, too it's not hard it's not hard it Give takes me. i went on a review spree and i think i reviewed about 20 podcasts in like seven minutes like it's not yeah. hard even if you just write this is great five stars that yeah. makes such a difference. Such a difference. So we can uh, um, spread our oh, – I was going to say legs. <laughs> so we can spread our legs and fly. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get in contact with more people who love The Bachelor and trashy trash um, drama reality TV shows. Um, we're on Instagram, Love Bachelor. We make cute little photos. And you know what? I like us. I think we're cool. So rate us, subscribe to us, and we will see you next time, my dudes. Thank you so much, Liz. You're so welcome. And remember, guys, thank you for having us. And remember, we're two gals here for, for the, the right, right reasons. reasons. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.